0: Friends, can you believe that it is already December? (laughs) Like, that blows my mind. And as excited as I am for this upcoming holiday season, because, I mean, I love Christmas. It's by far my favorite holiday. But as often as I hear that it's the most wonderful time of the year, I hear that it's the most stressful, the most lonely. There are so many other words that we could throw in there and life with a chronic illness is hard already, but then add on all of the stress of being with family members and doing and going to different events and purchasing gifts, like there's so much, right? And that can be so stressful. So, you know, a couple of years ago, I really felt like the holidays were almost holding me hostage. And I finally have decided that I'm not going to let the holidays do that this year I am not going to be held hostage, so I'm going to share with you today how I'm planning to make this the most wonderful time of the year, rather than the most stressful time of the year. Hey friends, I'm Cassie, and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. So if you're anything like me, you probably have so many things that you want to do, so many presents that you want to give, and whether it be your body and your health or your finances, or just solely your time and energy. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we can give of ourselves in the holiday season, and that's all good and well, except I don't have the spoons for every single thing. And to be honest, I don't want to do every single thing. I don't want to rush around and let the holiday just flow by, and not even flow, just be this fast-paced, moving time where I can't enjoy and savor the actual season and the things I love about it. I've kind of come to a point in my life where I'm starting to really get to know my body well. Instead of fighting against my body, I am learning that I have to work with it. I may not always like how my body does things, and I certainly do not like limitations, but that's a reality. So if that's going to be the reality, I either need to choose to embrace it or convince God to give me another body right here on this earth. And so I think I should probably go with the first option and try to deal with that reality. You know, we're super excited for this specific upcoming holiday season because I'm on home care now and we are not going to be scheduling every single activity around what days I'm in the hospital, then what days I get out, hoping that I get discharged on time. I mean, you know, all the things. So I'm excited to see what this year is going to hold where we're just going to be dealing with appointments, hopefully, rather than admissions. But at the same time, You know, I recognize that those things could still happen. So I want you to know that as I talk about these things, if you are in and out of the hospital all the time, these were the truths that I found in that. And this year, I'm very excited to see what I can do. But I also know that just because I'm on home care doesn't mean that I can do everything. I still need to pace myself. I still need to think before I act. And I need to really energy budget well. So the first thing is probably the best first step is to just prioritize your time in advance. By doing that, you can pace yourself and really like look at the calendar, have some time to figure out what's going on or talk to your medical team or whatever you need to do. So in that, the first step that I take to help me prioritize my time well is to make a list. I'm a list maker. I love making lists. I really do. I make lists for everything, whether it's gifts for our Christmas card list of who we're sending that out to, for the events going on, for the traditions that I want to continue, all of those different things. So I make a nice master list of everything. And typically I have a paper list for things, but I also, especially for gifts, I have an Excel spreadsheet that I track everything from what date we purchased the item to what card it was put on to was it given, was it not, is it wrapped, um, all those different things. And that just helps me stay more on top of it. And you may be listening to me and go, um, yeah, that sounds so stressful. What's great is that whether you make a list easily on your phone of just the people that you want to shop for or you make an overall budgeting goal of this is how much I want to spend this season on people or whatever the case may be, it is nice to have a list. But even if we take out gifts and Christmas cards, like the most important things to write down are what events you want to attend. And then what other traditions are you going to be making time for? Once you've made that list, because there are going to be tons of things on there, I mean, a gajillion things, right? There are so many options of what we can do during the holiday season, between places we can go, people we can visit, events we can attend, just so many things, right? And trust me, as a pastor's kid, the holiday season is absolutely insane for specifically a pastor and his family. So I totally get it that you just get invited to just so many different things and you have to choose what you're going to do. So once I've listed all those things, and yes, I do actually do this every year. I typically do it at the end of November if I can, but sometimes I start late and that's totally okay because life just sometimes doesn't work the way that we want it to and our plans don't always happen at the exact moment we want, but I try to make an effort to get it done. Whether it's detailed or a quick list on my phone, I do my best to at least write it down. And then I look at all those things and I decide what's most important. Maybe something for me that's not as important as going Christmas caroling with our church. Or something that is really important to me is to bake sugar cookies with my siblings. You know, like, there are so many different things. And I have to go through that list and decide what I feel is important. To me, going to the Nutcracker is extremely important every year. That is massively important to me. You know, so I just kind of look at all those things and I decide what's most important to me in the season. And normally I put more things than I can do on my most important to me list. And that is okay because I will weed it down as we keep going, but I at least have taken some things out of the mix and said, yeah, that's not really a priority for me this year. Another thing that I look at when I'm looking at these different activities and things is whether you write this down or not, I don't necessarily write this down, but I want to just really look at everything and look at the season and decide what I do and don't want, specifically in regards to how I feel. I don't want to feel rushed. I don't want to feel overcommitted, and I want to be able to enjoy life. I want to enjoy the season. I want to be present in what's going on. Those are the things that are really important to me. So then I kind of go back to my list and anything that is going to make me feel rushed, overcommitted, insert whatever other word there, I take those out of the running because they don't align with my goals for the season. And then what I typically do is break down each thing in my most important list. For instance, Christmas cards are really important to me. I am a huge fan of snail mail. If anybody knows me well, I write tons of letters of encouragement and I just enjoy it so much, but I love, love getting all the heart holiday cards in the Christmas season. It's just so oh, fun and I love it. Um, so for example, to talk about breaking down things on your most important list, these were the eight steps that I made to you know, our Christmas card photos. So I knew for our first Christmas card photo, which was last year, that I wanted us to be in matching Christmas pajamas with Foxy in front of our tree. So my first part of that was to find good quality but affordable Christmas pajamas for all of us. Then I picked a date to take the photos. I called my best friend and I said, hey, could you come over and take our Christmas card photos? And she agreed. We picked a date to get our tree decorated. We decorated the tree. We did the photo shoot. Then I made a list of friends and family. I double checked everybody's addresses and then I sent them out. That's how I like to break down goals. I like really little steps because sometimes I can only do one little step at a time. So I prefer to break things down, but I could have also made that a shorter breakdown. As I said, I just like to make smaller steps. So that's just one of the ways that I break down the things that are important to me. And as I said, I normally try to do this in November. I knew way in advance what I wanted us to do for our photo shoot, for our Christmas cards. So I actually started all the way back in October and finding everything I needed. But for instance, this year, I'm not going to tell anybody what our Christmas cards look like yet because they should be coming out to you very soon. But for instance, we did our photos at the end of November this year. So just to give you an idea, like, yes, there are certain things that I really space out, um, but there are other things that I really don't. Um, Another thing that I break down is gifts. I love gift giving. Absolutely love it. I am one of those people that, like, I don't even want to open my own gifts because I'm so excited to give other people theirs. That's just how I am. Um, But I think for everybody, when we start talking about Christmas gifts, there's like an anxiety that comes up and I used to feel that pressure. So last year, Jared and I implemented a whole new system and we used it this year. And I think we're going to use it for forever because it's been so helpful. We actually spread out our purchases for gifts over a four month period. So we started in September this was so helpful because he and i had a lot of time to communicate on what we were getting for people how much we wanted to spend really going into all of that and we spaced it out so in september we did my family's gifts in october we did jared's family's gifts in november we got all our gifts for friends um and mentors and other things of that nature and then we saved december to just get gifts for each other I don't know why we didn't do this for forever because it was the greatest and it took off so much stress so that's exactly what we did this year and i love knowing that it's done and that we are just looking for each other and we've already paid those bills so we're not gonna like be hit majorly right in december and then the last part of really prioritizing your time in advance is actually looking at your calendar i like to make sure in general in my calendar there is margin there is space in room for the unexpected because that happens a lot for my body personally i've found that i can typically tolerate one holiday outing a week now that does not always happen because again life is unpredictable my body is unpredictable And we never know what challenges I'm going to face in that season. So we make sure whoever we make plans with, they know already if something somehow came up, we wouldn't be able to attend. But by only doing about one holiday outing a week, I had to seriously trim down my list of things that I wanted to do. And I had to really, really focus on what was most important to me and how I was going to make that work. That's really, really important so give yourself more time than you think you're gonna need for recovering from an outing or whatever so then you don't get stressed because there's enough stress we don't need to add to it (laughs) okay so bringing me to my second point this is a really hard one but we need to make sure that we don't ignore our illness in the holiday season the holiday season can really bring out our feelings of loss And it helps, well, not helps, does not help. It typically makes us notice all of the things that we can't do and makes us think about the things we wish we can do and all of that. And it makes us want to silence our illnesses, make others comfortable by neglecting them. And I think ultimately sometimes we want to just forget that they exist and just enjoy the holiday season. But we can't do that. Sadly, that is not how chronic illnesses work. They don't care about holidays or important plans. They're there and pretty much they're going to do what they want. Let's be real. This is why we need to be diligent to make sure that when we look at our calendar and we're picking those outings, the reason that I specifically typically only do one outing a week is because during the week I still have appointments. I still have therapies that I need to stay on top of. I still have all my daily maintenance on my body, just all those things. And those take a lot of energy and time more than anything, I think. You know, during a month where I'm not in the holiday season, it may feel like a typical normal amount of things to do, but in the holiday season, I can almost feel like I I just don't even have time to do all my therapies. And that is not a good place to be. So I very specifically make sure that Jared and I are diligent about doing the joint corrections, going to appointments, continuing all the at-home treatments, all the things, because that is truly important. So we make sure that we do our best to factor in the time that we think my body is going to need. You know, one of the things that now we make use of all the time, because I am in a wheelchair, um, but I had a handicap placard before when I was on crutches, And even when I wasn't on crutches, but I was walking in my brace, I still had a lot of problems, but it was something that people couldn't see at the time because I was still able to walk and looked pretty normal. I wanted to just mention this handicap placard point because for those who aren't in a wheelchair and have invisible illnesses, we are constantly at risk for someone chewing us out in the parking lot that we shouldn't be taking up that handicap space. I heard this before I was in a wheelchair or on crutches full-time, and it was not helpful. It hurt. It made me feel ashamed. It just made me feel, like, very invalidated. So know, first of all, that you're not alone if that's happened to you. This is your holiday, too. You know, you need to spend your spoons wisely. If that means using your handicap placard, use it. That's why you have it ultimately their opinions are not going to affect you in the long run but you doing more and using spoons that you don't have is going to affect you so just weigh those options i encourage you to weigh those and yes at home treatments and appointments and admissions they all take time and we would all just love to stay home and watch christmas movies but we have to go we have to do these things taking care of our bodies is a full-time job we don't get breaks So if you're feeling this, know that I'm right here alongside you feeling this way, but we've got to do what we've got to do. Another thing that we need to do in this holiday season is ask for help. Asking for help is already hard, but by making holiday plans in advance, it helps you to control how much you're going to be doing. By communicating with a family member or a close friend about what you can and can't do and what your limits are, is really helpful for them because they don't live in our bodies they don't know exactly what we're feeling you know they want to make sure that we are feeling okay so i encourage you to ask for help seek advice from others and don't be afraid to do what you need to do to take care of yourself and that includes self-care don't cross that off your list don't say, well, I don't have time for self care this season because that is also not going to help you out. So, whether it's a spiritual self care of doing devotionals every morning, or spending time in prayer, or reading your Bible, or if it's other forms of self care like painting your nails, or doing a face mask, or journaling, or just sitting down and watching a Christmas movie that you loved like any of those things, just make sure. That you take care of yourself because if you make time for you you'll find that it's easier to make time for others another way that you can help make sure that you're not ignoring your illness is to keep things simple i know i know i know that is so much easier said than done i love all the perfectionist kind of things of perfect gift wrapping having everything decorated perfectly and all of those things but friends that's not real life and we need to keep it simple maybe between what we're going out and doing to how we decorate as i had even just mentioned you know wrapping really stresses me out my inner perfectionist just jumps out (laughs) something that's hard is that doing a lot of wrapping really hurts my shoulders and my wrists so this past year and what i did when i was getting gifts ready for this year is i opted out of wrapping altogether i kept it simple by putting all the gifts in festive bags with tissue paper. Would it have been awesome to wrap it? Yes, but I would rather spend my spoons in other places. So I chose to keep that simple. Another thing that I've gotten much better at is not over decorating. You know, sometimes my body just can't do it and that's totally okay. One of the things that we started a tradition doing is that Jared's siblings come over and they help us decorate them. Ronald and Jared put up the tree and I pretty much just take the ornaments out of the boxes and hand them to them and they hang them. Um, so it saves my shoulders so much pain. And Joanne is like a mini me and decorates exactly how I would. So I'll sometimes literally, if I'm not feeling great, just sit on the couch and she'll be like, okay, I'm going to just sketch decorating. And I'm like, okay. And she just puts things up and it's great. So that's another way that I've kept it simple is just to, you know, allow people to help us and be grateful that we're in the season and we have the things we have and not worry about getting new decorations or other things like let's use what we've got and appreciate that and we'll figure out the rest as we go. Along with keeping it simple, I don't know if you remember, but we've talked about the power of no on here before. Yes, I am aware saying no is hard and it's even harder in the holiday season because you want to do everything but we can't do it all and do it well as laura casey always says we can't do it all and do it well so we really need to be okay with saying no because when we say no we make room for our best yes and really doing the things that matter to us and that are important to us so yeah i may skip out on a couple holiday parties But being able to go to the one party that I was really looking forward to or seeing the Nutcracker or going out and going on Christmas light tours with family and friends, those are things that matter to me. And so I at some point had to say, well, something has to give. And what's so great is that there are certain things that you can say, well, I'd like to attend, but I'm not sure that I can but i will if i can make it and then when that day comes you can figure out can i make it to this event or is it too much because maybe you'll be having a really good day and you can have the energy to go and do that extra thing and that's awesome so don't totally count yourself out and put yourself in that box but just make sure that you are really giving yourself time to recover time to de-stress time to just be quiet and let your body rest Those things are so super important, but I think the most important thing out of all of these different tricks that I have worked into my life over the past couple years is just to remember why we're doing all of this. What is the point? Well, it is pretty clear. Jesus came and was born and that was amazing. And that is what Christmas is all about. It says in Luke 2, 10 through 11, it says, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ Jesus our Lord. I just love that verse. But it is true. That is the real reason we're doing all that we're doing. We are, well, the most important things, the most important things to remember is your family is what matters the people in front of you not the gifts not the perfect meal not going to every outing those are the things that don't ultimately matter what matters are the people that you're with and the memories that you're making and the time that you share and i think because we're all hustling and trying to do everything that we tend to forget that those are the things that matter god sent his son down to earth for us how amazing is that This time is supposed to be spent with the people that we love and we cherish most. So it doesn't matter if our Christmas looks like our friends or someone in our church. It does not matter if our Christmas is different. As long as our Christmas is with our family and it's with the people that matter to us most, that's ultimately all that we need. And family doesn't have to be biological. It can be the family that you have made through other relationships And teammates and all the other things. There are so many ways to celebrate. When we choose that joy, we're gonna find it because He is our source of joy. And I know we've talked about this a lot, but our joy is not dependent on our circumstances. And I'm so grateful for that because I am not strong enough to choose joy, but God did make me strong enough to seek Him and He will give me joy. So whether you are in the hospital, this Christmas season, or your home, or you just moved in your new place and a new church and you don't really know your way around, just know that you can celebrate Christmas anywhere as long as your family is with you. Jared and I have always said no matter where we are, whose side of the family, whatnot, Christmas is wherever he and I are together. That is the truth. So friends, as you head into this season, And yes, I intentionally kept this shorter because, hello, the holiday season is crazy and I'm sure you have a billion things that you need to do. But I just really want to encourage you to make sure that one, you prioritize your time in advance so you can pace yourself. Secondly, to not ignore your illness even though I know it would be so much easier. And three, remember the reason for the season. I hope and pray that this season you experience God's abundant grace and love and joy, endless joy. And I pray that no matter where you are, that you truly know that you can celebrate Christmas anywhere that you are, even when the circumstances aren't perfect, even when family members don't get along, and even when maybe you don't even feel like celebrating, no matter how big or small your season is this Christmas. Again then I pray he will give you his overwhelming joy. So let's remember the reason for the season and don't let the holidays hold you hostage is now an official AT&T retailer. Take advantage of exclusive limited-time in-store offers. Get a $100 AT&T Visa reward card when you purchase an AT&T TV package. Switch to AT&T and get a $250 Visa reward card when you buy a smartphone on a qualifying installment plan. Save up to $1000 instantly when you purchase four smartphones on a qualifying plan. Restrictions and exclusions apply. Offer subject to change and valid in-store only. Call 877-252-3220 or go to your nearest Tower's location for details